Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of In the 20 Somethings. It is just Jerome by myself. Uh, Rosa's at work right now, and um, you guys should know this from rants that, you know, when I start going on my rants, sometimes I just got to let it out the way that I'm letting it out. And what I want to tell you guys about today is this book that I'm reading by Billy Carson, for those who don't know and are very interested in the esoteric uh esoterics esotericism and you're very interested in ancient uh civilizations and you know the real history of humankind and all of these great you know discoveries and things like that please get into billy carson he has been a wonderful resource for me he's been a wonderful resource for others you can find him on gaia you can find him at forbidden knowledge with the number four not for um yeah and i'm just someone who's very interested in things like this i'm very interested in his work um uncovering the quote truth unquote of humanity and history and all of that stuff is very very interesting to me um i'm someone who believes that the history that we've been given on planet earth and that what has actually happened are two completely different stories um and you know i simply came to that conclusion from making a lot of observations looking at how people operated and how the world worked and a lot of things just didn't really make sense to me so I bought Billy's book called Woke Not Broke. Um, this shit is like 600 and like, bitch, damn near 700 pages, honestly. It's like 680, 690, something like that, including those few empty pages in the back and like a glossary, I believe this is. Um, I think it has another word. This is the index. Yeah, including the index. So it's probably like 680, 690 pages or whatever. Um, so I picked the book up and I started reading it today because I was like, yo, I don't have anything to really do. You know, I have things to do, but like nothing was exciting me. So I was like, you know, I'm going to read this book because I was really excited to buy the book. And, you know, I'm excited to have it and open it up. And um, in the prologue, I didn't even get to the real book. Right. I didn't even get to the real chapter, but I started reading the prologue. And in the prologue, uh billy just kind of goes through a bunch of separate topics and gives uh some information on them so for the first thing uh he talks about what the fuck is it okay so like every bold face is sort of like a different section so um in one section he talks about you know defining what abundance is for you he talks about keeping it real you know not not trying to hide behind falsities and false narratives but like you know be honest about yourself and one of the examples he gives is if you are the type of person who wants to do good and you want to buy someone who's homeless a free sandwich um he says you can't have well, one thing he says in the book is uh i can't hold eight dollars an hour minimum wage job drive a beat-up bunker and hope i can muster up enough money to give a guy a free sandwich if this is me, I am not using the d divine energy inside of me. I mean, bless the guy for caring and sharing, don't get me wrong, but I'm on a world-changing mission right now. I'm not on no give a guy a $5 sandwich type of mission. Um, then he goes on to follow that up with saying that, uh, you know, people start their journeys on a completely different levels. Um, I think I'll just start over from here. So the purpose of this book, Woke, not, woke Doesn't Mean Broke, is basically Billy Carson trying to merge the two ideologies of um, you can still be a spiritually awakened and enlightened, you know, all loving, divinely connected, universally, universally connected being and still be someone who can value money, who can value living a good life. You know, there's being someone who's very spiritual. I think that's something that is 
very uh, prevalent in the spiritual community or that was prevalent at a certain point in time in which people believe that in order for you to be awakened and conscious and spiritual, you had to, you know, give up all material gain. You had to give up um, material possessions, desires, things like that. And, you know, I think that, first of all, that's foolish because why would you incarnate on planet Earth if you were meant to give up everything that makes you earthly? You know, when it comes to the point of being addicted to it and the point of, you know, taking it too far and you are only putting that first, then, of course, there's imbalance. But, of course, balance must be kept with everything, right? So, you know, that's a whole other topic to get into, why we incarnated and things of that nature. But, you know, that's really the purpose of this book. You know, I'm not going to get too much into all of that extra stuff right now, but... Um, yeah, so woke not woke doesn't mean broke is basically Billy Carson giving us a bunch of tips, tricks, um, information, uh, insight on how we can be universally connected spiritual beings and still be able to live great lives. You know, he one of the things that he stresses in the book so far, and I only made it to the prologue, believe it or not, um, was that, uh, you know, what? I'll just read it because it actually really resonated with me. Uh, what does he say? Uh, it was one phrase, it was one part of this that he really was like, that's dumb. That's really dumb. And I was like, you know what, Billy, I, I agree with you. Um, where the hell is it? He actually starts the book off like that. He says, he says, well, I'll, I'll read how the prologue starts off. He says, uh, our mission as human beings, this is how he, he starts the prologue. Our mission as human beings is to bring heaven to earth. We need to walk in full abundance, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop. Think about what abundance means to you. Whatever that it is, you can have. Uh, then he says, this is how he starts the prologue, like the actual prologue itself. Um, don't allow any of these conscious people or woke, conscious being in quotes, woke being in quotes, people ever tell ever to tell you that you can't live a happy wealthy life in the third dimension don't let them trick you into believing if you're woke you gotta be broke they've told me for years i need to obtain a bicycle riding tattered clothes i need to be a bicycle riding tattered clothes clothes wearing monk just to obtain a universal connection don't listen to that garbage do not listen to that garbage and i want to dig into that real quick because as you guys have heard several times over the course of the podcast, um, me and Rosa have been saying often, like, you don't have to be a monk and go move to the mountains and give up decades of your life to form a spiritual connection. You being alive here on planet Earth, breathing, living, loving, experiencing emotion, thinking thoughts, all of that shit, that is a sign that you are alive and you are a spiritually connected being. Um, later on in the podcast, uh, as Rosa and I get past the pre the, prelim the preliminaries that we're in now, just, you know, laying down a whole lot of foundation, a whole lot of groundwork for future episodes. Um, you will hear us say, probably more me than her, um, will say a lot about what it is to be alive, what it is to be human, what it is to, you know, actually be a divinely connected or a blended being. You know, I have been very engrossed in this research for a very long time. We'll be talking a lot about divination tools and things of that nature. And I want you guys to know that, uh, you know, I use these tools for spiritual knowledge and also 
to be an uplifter and to be a teacher because these are, are the things that I am to the core of my being. And, um, you know, I also spoke a lot about death and a lot about, you know, I personally have my own beliefs about death. I have my belief about life. I have my belief about joy and what emotions really are and all of these other types of things. Um, when I had the podcast last, when I was doing the podcast episodes last year, I did make an episode called The Emotional Scale, which was a really, really, really fucking good episode. And I'm really sad that it got deleted, but I will redo that episode because you know, people don't really understand what the emotions really are. People are afraid to feel. And honestly, that is one of the biggest detriments to yourself. Like the emotions are so powerful, but that's neither here nor there. Let me get back into this book. Um, There was a few things in the prologue that Billy said that really stood out to me. And I want to read some of them to you guys and, you know, give a little bit of my two cents on it. Um, The first part was in a section called false control and there's two parts of this section that I'm, i want to read to you guys the first part is this um when you see people thinking a cup is half empty remind yourself no the cup is not some people say well the cup is half full they are so proud of themselves but no 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 the cup is always full you know why on top of the liquid on top of the liquid that is there there are atmospheric gases the oxygen that you're breathing in is a gas and the mixing with this oxygen and mixing with this oxygen is hydrogen, krypton, helium, argon, and various other gases. These gases are mixing with what you are inhaling and that gas is inside of the cup too. So therefore the cup is always full. Um, then he goes on to say that uh, someone has to break the cycle being the cycle of being broke, not woke. I mean, being woke doesn't mean broke. So being woke and being broke, thinking that the two are synonymous, that's the cycle. He said, someone has to break the cycle. Stop falling for the foolishness from these gypsies talking about you got to be broke to be woke. Stop walking around stinking in rot raggedy shoes with raggedy pants and you're all and riding uh, dirty bicycles everywhere. If you want to live that life, do it. But if not, but if that's not what you want to do, realize there is a choice. Don't be afraid to do what you like and don't be afraid to be who you like. So I want to start this off by kind of digging into that a little bit because that is something that I personally have really come to understand in myself that the only really successful people in this world are people who are not afraid to be themselves and people who are not afraid to do what they like and be what they like. Um... Rosa Juan and I had gotten into this in a previous podcast episode in a previous rant. And we were talking about how, um, you know, the state of the 20 somethings is like, you know, everybody's attention span is so low and everybody's just rushing to get to the end goal. And everybody is just, you know, doing a lot of things to be liked and social with the introduction of social media. There are so many people who are putting more attention on um, being like appearing to be what everybody else wants them to be. Nobody's really doing things that they want. We're just doing things that we think will get us to the end goal. And guys, you're doing yourself such a disservice by doing that. You have to be who you are and do what you love in order for your vortex to open up, your financial matrix to open up and get the things that you really, really want to get. You're not going to get your boundless abundance by doing what everyone else does, you know? And, you know, to, to, to add a little bit more fuel to that fire, you didn't incarnate like everybody else. You didn't come into this world looking like everybody else and being like everybody else and thinking like everybody else. 
You think like you. And there may be kindred spirits who think on the same lines as you or think similarly to you. But at the end of the day, we are all thinking our own thoughts, living our own lives, doing our own thing. And, you know, that's that's really, really important. So, you know, Billy, shout outs to you for, you know, first of all, having having an optimistic mindset with the cup example that you gave, but also being a realist by real by understanding that, you know, the cup is still full and it, it's not full of liquid, but it is full. Same way with people, like we may often feel like we are lacking something or we're not as full or we're not as whole, but you are, you know, we're all just full of different things. Some people are full of inspiration. Some people are full of joy. Some people are full of love. You know, some people are full of things that are not so positive as those things. You know what I'm saying? But people are always full. Just decide what do you want to be full of? You know, that's really, really important, guys. So the next part is this section called Live Your Best Life. And um, I want to read this whole section. Actually, I think I am going to read this whole section. Oh, here's the part that I was talking about earlier. Billy called it dumb. Um, live your best life. I'll tell you what. I'm going to live my best life 24-7, seven days a week, nonstop, nonstop. Why? Because my mission is to bring heaven to earth, and I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven now. I'm not going to wait until I die to live. I'm not going to live heaven. I'm going to live heaven now. You won't find me missing out on trips around the world, unable to enjoy this planet so that people can think that I'm woke. That's stupid. It's absolutely dumb. It's absolutely dumb. Billy, I fully agree with you on that. I think that is so foolish that people are willing to let their lives go by just so that they can have someone else acknowledge them and call them woke. Guys, this woke thing has really got gotten y'all in a chokehold. And the ones who you really think are woke are the ones who are the, the hardest sleepers. <laughs> if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Anyway, I'm going to live now. I'm going to live in the now and enjoy this life. And when my spirit separates from, my, from this avatar body and recycles back into the system, I'm going to come back and I'm going to live again. I want to pause here real quick because... I want you guys to take notice of what Billy says. We know he's referring to the death experience, but I want to read again what he says. And when my spirit separates from this avatar body and recycles back into the system, I'm going to come back and I'm going to live again. Billy is referring to the process of death, but I want to really make this emphasis clear that he does not use the word death. There is no, my, my personal belief is there is no such thing as death. Death meaning the end. Death is a transitional process from the physical world back into the material world. For those of you who don't know, I am someone who has very great spiritual gifts. Um, I can communicate with people who are passed over. I can communicate with, with you know, beings on the other side on the, in a non-physical realm. That's just something that I do. They communicate with me in a various of different ways. We'll get into all of that stuff later. But I will not call myself a medium because I personally do not like this, this gift of have, talking to loved ones who have passed over. And that comes with a whole bunch of things. But, you know, I do have the ability to do that. And simply these people existing, right, my people existing, that says a lot about the real death experience. If your loved ones died and that was the end, they would not be able to communicate with you through psychics and through mediums and people who can communicate with the non-physical world. So there, I say this, I say that to say this, 
there is no, I believe there is no such thing as death. And I even want to say that as a universal rule or law. There is no such thing as death. Death is a transitionary process that puts something, that moves something from the physical world to the non-physical world. Everything that has ever existed still exists in the non-physical world. Cool. We'll keep going forward. Um, I'm going to come back and live again. You see what we do. You see what we do. I am not going to live through five and six, five or six lifetimes or more, living poor and broke and suffering and agony and everything else. Forget that. I'm going to be like Thoth. Thoth, uh, for those of you who don't know, is an Egyptian god. He's the Egyptian god of wisdom, but Thoth was much more than that. He is the creator of the Emerald Tablets. Um, he is called Thoth the Atlantean. He was an Atlantean priest king. For those who don't believe in Atlantis, that's a whole other story. I'm just trying to give you some base info to keep going. Um, Thoth, Thoth, basically, if you guys have ever read the Emerald Tablets, he speaks of going to this place called the Halls of Amenti. In the Halls of Amenti, Thoth leaves a physical avatar, aka a physical body, um, and he leaves that physical body to rejuvenate, I believe, for a hundred years, and he goes on and he takes on another physical form. Thoth has many names over the course of his lifetime. He's known as Hermes Trimegist Trimegistus, I believe that's how you pronounce it. It basically means Hermes the 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 thrice born or the thrice the greatest. Um Hermes Hermes yeah. Thoth was known as Hermes. He was known as um Quetzalcoatl. He was known as Akukulkan. For many of you who have seen Black Panther Black Panther 2, that is the main villain. His name is Akukulkan, but he has many other names. Not to say he is Thoth, but to give y'all some some reference, right? Thoth was all of those beings. So that's what Billy is mentioning when he says he's going to be like Thoth. Um, I'm going to choose to incarnate at will. That is my goal. Do you see the mindset for me is different? Not, oh man, I wonder what's going to happen when I die. That's the difference between my thought process and a lot of other people's thought processes. And I'm going to leave this right here for now because that's honestly as far as I've gotten to make notes on. But... You know, the whole prologue is just full of things that I could talk about. And, um, you know, I think this is going to be a good book so far. I hope that, you know, what I've told you guys so far was a little bit more eye-opening. I hope it was very interesting. I find it was interesting. I think I'm going to do a series where I go through this book. And, you know, uh, Rosa may join me for some. She may not. It just depends on, you know, the timing and how everything works. But, you know, I think this is going to be a very good book. So far, the book has hooked me. You know, as someone who I believe carry, carries very similar beliefs to Billy Carson, I just haven't put it into practice as much as he did, but I'm getting there. And, um, you know, I just think this is this is, this is is very eye-opening. I think this is going to help a lot of people. For those of you who, you know, want to be woke and rich, keep tuning in and uh, I'll keep you guys, I'll keep you guys updated on, you know, the different gems, the different things that, you know, come from this book. So... So far, this was really, really good. Billy, I'm excited to dive into this. I'm excited to read it and see, you know, what kind of tips and tricks you're going to give us. But, um, yeah, so thank you guys for tuning in to this little quick rant, um, this little quick little sum sum. Um, you know, there will be more in the future. But on that note, we'll leave, we'll leave, that, we'll leave that there. Um, you guys, have, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, night, morning, day, noon, twilight, whatever. Um, yeah, so find follow the podcast on In the 20-somethings, PBCST on Instagram. Um, and yeah, come communicate with us there. Download, like, share, subscribe, um, engage, 
that's all I really got to say. Uh, you guys stay woke, but don't stay broke, okay? <laughs> Namaste.